And here we are again with another episode of The Horror Returns. I'm Lance, and with me as always are my co-hosts Brian and Philip. How's it going, guys? Going pretty good. Yeah, I'm here. What's up? <laughs> well, let's start out with, uh, as we always do, with a discussion of some of the highlights of what we've checked out this week. Philip, I know you've been working a lot, man. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, man, what have I watched? I did, I, ca- I caught up with Fear of the Walking Dead. All caught up? Yeah, it's, uh, it's going okay. It's, it's still trucking along. It's not, it's, it's not anything that's, you know, again, it's not, it's not The Walking Dead. So, I'm, I'm trying to stay with it, and it's definitely a slow burn. Each episode is even a little bit slow. A little bit, little bit slower than, yeah. the, than The Walking Dead for you, huh? Yeah, yeah. But, I, you know, it, it's keeping my attention. What, what do you think, uh, Brian? Did you get caught up yet? I am, like, six episodes behind, so... Oh, yeah. man, you're still living in the past, dude. They're not even in Mexico right. yet, where I'm at, so... Well, I can't, I can't talk, because uh, I, didn't, I didn't watch last week's either. I'm one behind now. Well, Mexico doesn't happen until, you know, mid-season, so you, you, you still got a bit to go. Okay. Yeah, you don't have too far to go. Anything else? No, that's uh, that's about all I've watched this week. Uh, I didn't watch too much either. I've been pretty busy. I did watch, uh, you guys ever check out the, the Laid, Laid to Rest series? Yeah, Chrome Skull? Yeah. I've heard a lot about it. I've never uh, seen those two films. I heard I heard one of them's pretty good, and the other one, most people think, kind of sucks. The sequel is kind of all over the place with the story, but um, right? they're pretty uh, for a slasher movie. They're pretty uh, pretty explicit, kind of gory. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, um, the first one's really good though. Uh, one of them's uh, called Chrome Skull, and one of them's called La- Laid to Rest, right? Huh. Yeah, Chrome Chrome Skull's the sequel because uh, that's the that's the the main um, villain, I guess you would call him, in it. Cool so what's yeah? Where do they come up with that name? Does he wear like a, a mask or something? Yeah, he's got like this chrome skull mask that he wears all the time. You you never really see his actual face. So That's cool. Ah, cool. Kind of like yeah, he's, early he, Jason. Yeah, he's he's pretty creepy. Like even like when he gets hurt, like he doesn't even like make any noise or scream or anything. Right. Like I said, the second one, the story is kind of like all over the place. <laughs> kind of loses itself a little bit, huh? Well, dude, it's a slasher movie. I mean, what kind of story are you really gonna have? <laughs> yeah, and that that's uh, that's pretty much. I, I watched them um, trying to get ready for this uh, upcoming uh, TV season. There is a whole bunch of stuff coming out this uh, this month. Actually, a lot a lot of a lot of shows we'll be talking about here. So, but awesome. pretty much that's all I watched though. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't really watched anything new. Uh, have you guys ever heard of a, a fantasy writer named Patrick Rothfuss? I think so. Yeah, he's one of the hottest uh, fantasy writers going right now. There's a uh, a series that he writes called The King Killer Chronicles, and I think he's uh, come out with two so far, and the third one's due. Hopefully, he'll be a little bit more speedy than uh, Jar Jar Martin. <laughs> oh, okay. we can we can hope but uh uh yeah i'm reading the first one it's called the name of the wind and uh i'm about 70 pages in and yeah. about an 800 page book so i've got a got a ways to go but i have time to read all that shit man <laughs> <laughs> just fucking make time i guess you know mm-hmm. or yeah. try to wake up before anybody else does it's a good habit to get into <laughs> right as with every show It's time to take a little trip 
down to the trailer park. We take a look at the big, the small, and sometimes the very, very weird. Brian, what's our first uh, trailer to talk about this week? First one is Jack Goes Home. Yeehaw! <laughs> what the fuck is, is this Jack fucking? Goes home? It's Home Alone, is what it is. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin. The first thing I said when I saw it is that Macaulay Culkin. That is actually Rory Culkin. What? He is the youngest of, I believe there's seven of them. Oh, I'm come on, Brian. There. I, I didn't actually expect it to be a Culkin until uh, Lance said something about it. And I was like, are you serious? <laughs> well, yeah, no, I, I mean, I saw him at the beginning, too. Yeah. And I thought that was Macaulay Culkin. It and looks then I, like him. And then I thought, okay, that, so the title of the movie is ironic. It's yeah. like a, a full circle back to Home Alone. Home. Yeah. I was like, wow, he's looking a lot less like a crackhead these days. <laughs> put, put a little weight on, huh? <laughs> yeah. Brian, what is this movie about, man? Um, Apparently, it's about Jack Goes Home. I don't know. Uh, goes Home. There's something going on in that. What is it, the attic or something? Uh, all I know is uh, Lynn Shea was in there. And there's definitely yes, some intensity. definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm a little intrigued just because I, I, I want to know what's in the the attic. Yeah, last week we were we were watching uh, something where we went, we were wondering what's in the basement with James Caan. You said it was the Good Neighbor. I, I believe it is. Now we're wondering what's in the attic. This might be a trend here. You know, this one has got. I mean, it's it seems like it has a decent cast. It's got a okay. So Rory Culkin. I don't know if he's a big name or not, but it's at least big enough to to have that. It's got um, okay. So Lynn Shay. What has she been right. in before? Uh, what hasn't she been in? Because right? as soon as I saw her, I was like, okay, I know this chick. Mainly the uh, the Insidious movies for oh, right. horror fans. She's been in a lot of comedies. Oh, yeah. she was in something about Mary, Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> yeah, I always remember her from Kingpin. Kingpin, there you go. Oh, wow. So she really likes working with the Fairley Brothers. Then. And then it's got this uh, that Natasha Leone chick from... Uh, American Pie, and she's in Orange, Orange is the New Black, Black right? Oh, yeah, yeah, she's weird. She's she's in a lot of stuff. She always I, plays I like a her. really weird chick, right? Yeah, but I like her. I like her a lot. She's yeah. she's the uh, lesbian chick in Orange is the New Black, right? Yeah, she uh, she's I haven't I haven't seen a lot that I didn't like her in. So yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. I like I like her in about everything I've seen her in. Yeah, I think I'm a like I said, I'm intrigued. It it looks like it has a good cast, and you know it. Doesn't really give away too much, so right. uh, or anything at all. Yeah, because yeah. watch the preview all you want. All you get to see sure. is who's in the movie, because it's not going to give away any of the plot. <laughs> could, could be promising. Then it comes out October fourteenth, so a couple of weeks yeah. before oh, Halloween. Wow. Pretty yeah. good timing, yeah. you know. Good luck catching it in the theater though, because I don't know if it'll be a big release. Yeah, it'll probably be limited. Yeah. And, okay, we're going to move on to our second and last trailer for the week is The Disappointments Room. Oh, yes. Everybody's favorite Kate Beckinsale, guys. Everybody's favorite. Yeah, blonde. I didn't recognize her at all. I know, right? It, it took a second. Yeah, so this movie comes out next week, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah, this, around the corner. this is, uh, we were going to review uh, Before I Wake next week. Okay. And this is the movie that bumped it out. Ah, okay. So are we oh, gonna do? You guys want to do this instead of the uh, Range Fifteen and Shaun of the Dead, or what? 
I'm really not looking forward to this movie. <laughs> from what I understand, this this movie's rather been... watch Range Fifteen. All right. <laughs> yeah, from what I understand, this movie's been done for over a year. Oh no, they're just hanging. Yeah, out. and uh, I got a little little background on it. I guess uh, through uh, the company, uh, what is it, uh, Relativity Media? Okay. I guess they had went bankrupt, and that's why a lot of these uh, movies like this one and Before I Wake keep getting pushed wow so dude that's not very promising yeah it's it sounds like a literal disappointments room <laughs> <laughs> which i had to look i had to look up disappointments room to find out what it is right it it sounds like it i mean it has a good premise like the actual meaning of disappointments room is a right. it, i guess uh, families used to have a room where they would hide their uh kids with disabilities Really? Oh, yeah. okay. All oh, right. Wow, All dude, right. Well, I had that no is, idea. Yeah, I that gives like... a whole new meaning. <laughs> <laughs> which no, I mean, I that, had no that, idea it was a oh, real boy. thing. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Which that that makes it a little more intriguing. But right? after watching the trailer, it just doesn't really look like anything's happening. So it's like hiding the 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 weird disturbed kid or whatever. Well, huh? like the the weird Handicap deformed kid, kid in the attic. Well, well, how many movies have you seen like that, you know, where you've got some crazy deformed son that's, and he's like in the (laughs) attic or some shit, right? Two movies like that. May not be politically correct. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we don't don't worry about political correctness on the podcast, but just on politics. Goonies. Matter of fact, fact, I think they did it on the last season of uh, American Horror Story. Hey, you You guys! It's actually pretty funny you you should mention American Horror Story, because uh, the the vibe that I got when I watched the the preview was the real-life story of the guy in Chicago that built the murder hotel. Oh, okay, yeah. They kind of loosely based season five of American Horror Story on. Oh, Because yeah. they had all the hidden rooms and stuff like that, and I noticed in this trailer they had, like, found a room that had been hidden or something like that. Yeah, I also got a little bit, like, they kind of made it appear that this might be all in her head. I got a little bit of that from watching the trailer. Man. Oh, that'd be cool. Well, okay, so I'm an electrician, and so I look at blueprints a lot, right? And there was blueprints in the trailer, and uh, I actually did come across one time uh, a, a really good client that has got more money than he knows what to do with, and his house is huge. And he's got this little hidden safe room in his house. It was wigging me out for <laughs> like I spent three hours trying to figure out what the where the fuck am I <laughs> in the attic because I was over the top of this little safe room. Wow, no and shit, it, and, dude. And, and it wasn't in the prints. You know, I didn't know it was oh, there. Oh, wow, it they was, kept it off yeah. the blueprints, huh? I was like, the hidden, got, uh, the hidden got this, stash room. You've got this crazy dead space between this wall and that wall. And he's like, oh, that's not a dead space. <laughs> Did he tell you what it was for? Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm not going to say his name. So bring it, yeah, break bring it, bring it, a real, a real <laughs> yeah. story to the horror returns. Yeah, huh? man. So it, I, I don't know. I, it was, it was cool. It was a cool little moment for me because right. I was like, oh wow, this is like a discovery. Oh, that's pretty you cool. Know? Like I was in a horror movie. <laughs> um, one thing I wanted to do real quick that I forgot to say. I'm going to give a, a rest in peace to Gene Wilder. Oh yeah. Oh man, the Candyman can, huh? <laughs> yeah. Which, uh, actually, today when I was uh, at the theater, um, I didn't even know they were showing Willy Wonka at the theater today. Oh, that's cool. 
Yeah, which uh, if I would have known, I would have I would have went to the movie theaters a little bit earlier. Young, right, Young Frankenstein. That's one of my favorites. Yep. That's Frankenstein. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Just wanted to do that real quick, and now we can get on to the news. The first right. one is the Tremors TV show is coming to Amazon. Yeah, that kind of pisses me off because I don't have Amazon. That's like one of the few things I don't subscribe to. Okay, A, you should totally get Amazon Prime because it is worth it just for the free shipping. Yes. B, uh, uh, I don't know that the Amazon video thing is as big as Netflix. Matter of fact, I'm going to tell you right now, it's not as big as Netflix. And so I think coming to Amazon is a mistake and I don't think that it's going to, it's not going to be as awesome as it could be. Yeah, but yeah. Ke- Kevin Bacon is confirmed for it, right? Oh, he's the one um, that's actually uh, getting this going. Right. Yeah, he's in everything. Yeah, and uh, the little bit of information I got is it's going to be a 10-episode series. Oh, I like that. Yeah, he, he is starring in it. It's not it's not like he's going to make a cameo. It's basically like him 25 years later. That's per. I think that's the perfect approach to it, don't you? I don't know about Tremors, though, man. It was kind of a goofy fucking movie to start with. Yeah, that's why I always liked them, though. Yeah, I mean, kinda... no, yeah, it's super cool for the time frame that it was in, but to try to right. to try to try go back and bring that one back, uh, that's weird. I don't know. I'm, I'm all for it. I just wish it was on a different format than, than Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, from a couple rumors I read, they're trying to get uh, Fred Ward, Ward to come back. Oh, that would that would be perfect. Which I, I mean, I think it can happen. I mean, I haven't seen him do anything in a while, so. So yeah. is uh, I, I'm assuming Michael Gross is going to be in it, right? I mean, he's been in every other one, right? I would, <laughs> I, I would assume. CGI tremors. <laughs> I hope not. Uh, you know that, that. Yeah, that was one of the. That's why I love the first one because you know. You know it's it will be. What, hold on, hold on. Are you guys? Because I don't watch anything on Amazon Prime. So are you trying to say they're sort of like the uh, Sci-Fi Channel of the uh, of the instant streaming world, or what? Well, no, but they do C- a lot of CGI, CGI stuff. I don't. I don't know that Amazon Prime has anything that's specific to them yet. But uh, I, I mean, it's it's cheaper and easier to do CGI than it is to do right some grand. Puppet, so so it's know? more of an over. Oh, overlying factor of that's uh, the way everything's done now. That's huh? that's the way the yeah, it, I got you. It seems like, you know, you just go out, you film what you need to film and then everything else is just CGI'd in. Yeah. But hopefully uh with Kevin Bacon the main one getting this going, maybe they'll they'll keep it practical like the original one. Yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll, we'll give it a, I'm sure we're all going to give it a chance. Yeah. Like okay, our next one is you guys uh you both have seen uh, Stranger Things, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was yeah, it, cool. It's just of- officially been greenlit for season two for next it's, year. Uh, I think that I think that was going to happen for sure, man. There's oh, I hear yeah. a lot of good stuff about that show. Well, they've had like like I saw some little teaser thing last week about uh like all the episode names for season two. Yeah, I got a, a quick little information. You already um, got the episode names. Mm-hmm. I yeah, mean, it was like a. Fuck? They didn't show any videos. It was just. It was like a quick little teaser. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow, dude, they really had this thing planned out, huh? Yeah, quick little information. Um, instead of eight episodes, it's going to be nine episodes. It's going to be set in the fall of 1984. Cool. Which is a year um, later. Ah. All of the characters are returning, okay. but it said, as far as now, um, 
the girl that plays Eleven, uh, her name's uh, Millie Bobby Brown. Okay. She is not confirmed as of right now to confirm or to come back. Well, she's kind of the central character to the whole story. Why the hell yeah. wouldn't you bring her back? I, I bet that she, I bet that they will. They just haven't said anything about yeah. it. Yeah, and um, they're going to be introducing four new characters okay. that are going to be a big part of the story. And they said the show will go beyond their hometown of Hawkins, Indiana. Right. And they'll also be uh, exploring the the upside down even more. Wow. Okay. Cool. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. When, when's it going to come out? Do you know? Um, as far as right now, it just says the fall of uh, 2017. That's not bad. Yeah, because I heard uh, like the uh, the producers originally wanted to do it like 25 years later. Than, uh, I don't know about that. Than the, uh, than the original. <laughs> I, I think they made the wise and choice here, And they went here, back to just a year later. Well, I don't know. I, I kind of like it as a total separate story. I think that that's kind of cool. But you put 25 years later, then it turns into kind of an it situation. Oh, I didn't yeah. even think about yeah. that. Didn't even draw that yeah. conclusion. So uh, this this may be good, man. I mean, I'm sure it will be. I, the the original was pretty good. Netflix yeah. does a really good job about stuff. So yeah, I really enjoyed the first season. Yeah, me too. Okay, and our final thing is not really a news item. It's just uh, I just want to read off all the TV shows that are coming out this month because I had mentioned earlier there's a lot coming out this month. Right. So I'll just give everybody what's coming out and the dates. All right, cool. So we got From Dust Till Dawn Season 3, which is September 6th. Got American Horror Story Season 6, September 14th. Gotham Season 3, which is September 19th. I gave up on that one after one episode. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just have this thing. Once I start a show, I just have to finish it, even if yeah, I hate it. Me too, normally. Is it, is it, are you still watching it? Yeah. Is it good? I... Don't like it. Because <laughs> I stopped. I, I finished. I, I think I finished the first season, but I, I don't think I watched the second at all. I really don't like the kid that plays Bruce Wayne. I hate Jada Pinkett Smith, and uh, she's back. So, well, guess who's back? I back, normally back, like back her. again. I normally like her. I don't. I don't think I like her in this in this show. Right. Oh yeah, she's back with superpowers. So. Oh great. All right. Yeah. And the, okay. I, I don't think I like uh, the guy that played the penguin. He, he grew on me, actually. Yeah. Actually, uh, the, 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 the yeah. yeah, the character I like the most is the guy that plays uh, the Riddler. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, that was kind of cool. Yeah. Because he was, like, in the police station and stuff. Yeah, he was, like, the forensic guy. Anyway. Okay, uh, Lucifer, season two, September 19th. I'm down with that. Uh, I kind of like Lucifer. That was a pretty good show. Yeah. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 4, September 20th. For real? Yep. <laughs> I didn't know that wow, was... fourth season. I didn't Shit! Know that, I didn't know that was yeah, the one. <laughs> yeah, this, this is the one with uh, Ghost Rider. Uh, really? Oh, boy. oh yeah. man, and I'm a Marvel guy. Like, okay, Moving on? <laughs> you, you say Ghost Rider, and I get excited. But, <laughs> like, I haven't... Only if it's Nick Cage. Though, I right? watched... <laughs> God, those movies were terrible. Those movies were terrible. Don't get me started. It, I, you know, I watched like two episodes of that Agents of Shield and and couldn't couldn't do it anymore, man. Yeah, I had I had watched the first two of the season of season one and I had tapped out. Me too. Yeah. Sounds but like that's three for three on that. Yeah, but Who everybody is still watching this show. Apparently, <sighs> me because I've seen all three seasons. <laughs> is it, is it, does it get better? No. 
Like they, they, the, I'm a, okay. I'm gonna say it like this: the end of season three, they were running commercials that a major member of the team was gonna die, and then they killed someone that you didn't give a shit about. Sounds like The Walking Dead lately. Exactly. The Walking Dead has run out of major characters to kill. Uh, we have to see who Negan takes down, right? Well, I think I know who I Negan think it's going to be Glenn. Yeah, I, think I think it's going to be just be, like the yeah, comics. I think you're right. It's got to be. they got to go back to the comics I think time. it's going to be Glenn, and I think it's going to be a big fucking deal. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are going to be pissed off. Yeah. yeah, if it's not Glenn, I feel like people are might stop watching the show. Yeah, it's like damned if you do, damned yeah, if you don't. Half I, of us will be pissed if it is him. The other half of us will be, be pissed if it isn't. I think you kind of have to. At For this me, point. you have to. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Scream Queens season two, which people keep telling me to watch this show. Yeah, I've really. Heard, I've heard the same thing. I heard it was I, bad. I heard it was really good, actually. Really? I couldn't take it after two episodes. All right, that's all I need to hear. <laughs> maybe maybe you're the reason I heard it was bad. <laughs> this uh, this comes out September 20th. Uh, Sci-Fi has a couple shows coming out on uh, the 23rd and 27th. Uh, Van Helsing. What? Which is, yeah, it's going to be a female Van Helsing. No! 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 <laughs> you got to be kidding, man. Nope. And on the Sci-Fi channel to boot, huh? Yes. Yeah, and they also and they also have a horror anthology called Channel Zero coming out. <laughs> Is that the, 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 M, the M. Night Shyamalan? Or, oh, no, that's uh, the Tales from the Crypt revisit, right? Yeah. Okay. And uh, our last two on the list here, we got The Exorcist also coming out on September 23rd. Interested? I will watch that. I'll check it out, too. And uh, Marvel's Luke Cage comes out on Netflix September 30th. Definitely watching that. That'll yeah. be good. I need to go back and watch the other Marvel stuff on Netflix because I I'm yeah, just, yeah. Especially, especially for Luke Cage, you got to you got to check out Jessica Jones. Are they all like interconnected? Like, do I need to watch one to see the other? Well, he's a a big part of Jessica Jones. Big part. After all these net Netflix shows uh, introduce all the characters, um, they're gonna be a, a team called the Defenders, and that's gonna be its own Netflix series. Okay. Yeah, I'm like I think I think Netflix is doing it right. Uh last week I forgot to mention uh they did greenlit uh Punisher uh Netflix series too. Oh, uh, that'll yeah. be cool. Actually, I'll I definitely watched I, I that. just just finally wrapped up uh Daredevil season 2 about about a week ago, so Did you like it? Oh, absolutely. Much much better than the first season and I love the first season. Wow. Yeah, I think adding the Punisher was was the right thing to do. Yeah, I, and they got the perfect actor for it. I got through like half of the first season, and I was trying to watch it with my wife, and she wasn't like hanging in there with me. She so, wasn't feeling so, it. No, so I kind of stopped. Well, she works a lot. And so, yeah, my my wife, she for some reason when she hears Daredevil, she associates it with the Ben Affleck one. Yeah, and so she's just like, "Why are you watching this?" And I'm like, "It's not that one. Stop thinking it's that one." Yeah. So, uh, just like with the trailers, that was uh, it's been a pretty slow news week, so that's all I got for this week. All right, so now on to tonight's featured attractions. We review Morgan, starring Kate Mara, and then we go back to 2011's Hannah, directed by Joe Wright. So, as always, we'll start with some uh, trivia about Morgan. It was directed by Luke Scott, also known for Loom and an episode of The Hunger. Does the uh, name Luke Scott sound at all familiar to you guys? Not at all. Well, let me ask you this. When it comes to directors of films, does the last name Scott ring a bell at all? 
Yes. It probably does, does it make but I'm you think terrible of... with names. So I'm Ridley thinking. Scott. Oh, yeah, there you go. This is Ridley Scott's son. Really? Huh. Indeed. You knew that, right, Brian? Yeah. And that's uh, Morgan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the director of Morgan, uh, Luke Scott, is actually Ridley Scott's son. Wow. Um, and there's a couple of scenes where I kind of saw it, at least an alien influence. Yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of uh, toward the, maybe two-thirds of the way through. I think you guys know what I'm talking about, right? I guess yeah. I can see that. We, we can get into that. Uh, writer was Seth Owen, also known for Peepers and the TV show Something Weird. Any ideas, guys? Something Weird? Never heard of it. <laughs> no? <laughs> no. Oh. Kate Mara, Toby Jones, and Paul Giamatti have all appeared in superhero films. Mara and Jones both appear in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, with Mara appearing in Iron Man 2, and Jones appearing in Captain America, The First Avenger, and Captain America, The Winter Soldier. Mara also has a role as Susan Storm in the wonderful 2015 Fantastic Four that nobody saw. Oh, yeah. Yay! Oh. <laughs> yeah, and of course you guys know Giamatti was in uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2, right, as the Rhino? Which which movie was worse? Which Fantastic Between... Four movie? Fant- no, Fantastic Four and Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2. That's a great Oh, dude, Fantastic Four by a lot. Because so? I really liked Amazing Spider-Man 2, yes. Absolutely. Did you? Yeah, I liked... Uh, I like that dude as uh, what? What is his name? Oh you, yeah, you like Andrew Garfield? Yeah, yeah. I, like I did too. I liked him as Spider-Man. Spider-Man. The yeah. first one was great, but I think the second one fell victim to having well, the same thing that happened in uh, the the Tobey Maguire third movie, where you got sixteen million different villains on the screen at one well, time. Well, yeah, that's that's definitely a part of it. You know, I think it was just overkill on the villains. I think they should have, if they had focused on just one conflict, I think it would have been a much better better movie. But yeah, that's just my opinion. All right, so Morgan, that was the the big film this week. Uh, Philip, you, I think you did you see it today or? Uh, I saw it this morning. Yeah, you know it wasn't it wasn't bad. I gotta say, um, the the small twist that it had in the ending because I, I I almost don't even want to call call it a twist because right. I kind of saw it coming. You too. <laughs> Twenty minutes into the movie. Yeah, there you go. And I was like. It would have been more surprising had it not happened. <laughs> you know, since since I don't want to give any spoilers out on the new movie. Um, I got to say I I thought it was I thought it was solid. It was right. a, it was a good movie to watch. Yeah, you know, I don't I don't know really a whole lot to say about it. I it kept my interest the whole time, that's for sure. All all the way through to the end, huh? Yeah, all the way through to the end. I thought it I thought it was pretty good. I thought maybe the ending could have been different. I kind of wish it had been. But yeah, kind of kind of saw the twist coming. Uh, I I I don't know how to do this without getting too much into the spoiler aspect of the movie. I thought it was fun to watch. May not be a go to the movie theater and watch it movie. Uh, I I would probably wait for an on demand kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Well, I I, I went into the movie. <clears throat> At first, I kind of wanted to hate it. Uh, and I don't know if that was just the Kate Mara thing, or I just had feelings that I wasn't going to enjoy the film for whatever reason. And then when I found out Luke Scott was Ridley Scott's uh, son, I really actually wanted to enjoy it. And it was kind of a love-hate thing for me, guys. I mean, I you know I thought the beginning of it, first 15 minutes or so, was a little bit corny. 
seem to be some kind of contrived scenes. Seem like something you'd seen in two or three other films that have come out in the last couple of years or so, one of which we may talk about tonight. Ex Machina? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, definitely got that feel for it. Ex Machina was better, by the way. It all, it almost hooked me, guys. It almost hooked me. Um, I was really, really getting a real strong uh, vibe of a uh, British TV show called Black Mirror. Have you guys ever seen that? That's uh, It's on Netflix, isn't it? It is on Netflix, yeah. and actually Netflix is going to be sponsoring the second season of it. Okay. As uh, so it was originally a BBC show, but the whole point of uh, of the, of that particular series is that it takes something that's going on in current technology, and it sort of uh, you know uh, pushes it a couple of years into the future, as they always say, you know, quote unquote, the not too distant future, like it might. You know, be the way we use cell phones now, and it might show you how we might be using them in 10 years and stuff like that. Uh, so we're kind of looking at ourselves through, as they say, a black mirror, like kind of a dark dystopian future based on current technology. So I got a lot of that vibe out of this movie. The storytelling actually wasn't too bad for the first one-third of it. I thought the setup was pretty yeah, decent. I like the beginning of the movie. It was the end of it that I kind of had an issue with. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I really enjoyed the first one third. Uh, it was starting to really grab me the the second third of the movie, and by the time we got to the to the to the to the scene that I said kind of reminded me of Alien because of running through the hallways and the flashing lights and everything, uh, mm-hmm. uh, it kind of lost me. It just felt like nothing in the last third of the movie was earned. It they never really gave you a solid reason to believe that this. Uh, young lady would be acting the way she is acting. Yeah. Like, why is she this, you know, aggressive or, you know, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure that the writer in their in their own mind knew exactly why everything happened the way that it did. But I, I, it was kind of a it's kind of a weird catch twenty two for me because it was like the movie was a little too long. It would have been better as like a one hour episode of Black Mirror or something like that. But they also left way too many loose ends for my liking. They didn't go into any of the background or explain why she is what she is. Like, for example, I'm assuming that they created her to be a weapon, that she was going to be part of the military, but they made it just kind of look like a corporate setup thing. Yes, okay, yeah. so that's that's my thing. Why every time they have a movie about creating some super artificial intelligence or some super technology or something, does it have to be uh, weaponized? Are we not able to... to grow as a culture and 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 just incorporate that shit into our you know our culture without having it be some sort of military thing well we may be making a lot of assumptions too i mean we're trying to our minds are trying to fill in why she acted I mean, the I way guess. she did yeah, yeah, nothing yeah. else would explain why she would have fucking acted that way. It made yeah. no sense. Well, totally because, unearned. And, and you know, and I, and I don't think that that's giving anything away because you obviously know. I mean, from the previews, she you know stabs the chick in the eye. So, and that yeah, but the first thirty seconds, of the literally movie. the first thirty seconds. Yeah. Of the movie. <laughs> yeah, but the 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 setup for that was. I mean, I'm not going to tell. I'm not going to give away what was told to her that she couldn't have anymore or couldn't do anymore. But it just seemed like that wasn't enough for her to, for me, that wasn't enough for her to just start acting this way. Well, I think it's, I think it's totally valid to give up why she does that, and uh, I, I mean, just because it's in the first, literally the first minute of the movie, you know, is is what happens. 
That the way that they word it is because she can't go outside anymore and they lock her in this room. Now, part of me says, okay, if you're going to lock me in a room, eventually I'm going to get fed up with that shit. And it's why I quit my last job. Eventually, you're going to get fed up with that shit and you're going to be like, all right, I'm not doing this anymore. And fuck you if you're going to try to make me. And so I kind of get that from a, an artificial intelligence growing up sort of standpoint, especially since uh, in the movie, she's supposed to be five years old, right? Yeah. But she's, uh, you know, obviously matured. I mean, they've got her at like an advanced age. At, at one years old, they had her little one-year-old birthday thing. And she was, uh, she looked like she was probably five or six. Not, I don't know. I I I, th- I think that I think that every th- every every like turning point in the plot was kind of pushed. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Couldn't agree with you more. Like the the Paul Giamatti thing, I, and I that was part of in the preview too. So I'm going to talk about it. He was uh he was pushing her, man, and he was right? trying to push her, and he was doing a psyche eval, right? And Obviously, something is going to happen if you're pushing her that hard. You know what I mean? And I guess that he's trying to make sure that she's not a danger to herself or anybody else. Obviously, she just stabbed somebody in the eye. So probably not a good idea to go in and start pressing fucking buttons, jackass. Man, I but, re- hey, that's what Paul Giamatti does. I really wanted, to li- <laughs> I really wanted to like this movie. I really wanted to like this movie, guys. <laughs> yeah, I did too, and and and. It, I mean, it wasn't terrible. <laughs> Some of the turning points in the plot were a little extreme. I actually liked this more than I thought I was going to. Yeah? I thought the majority of the cast, I thought they did a good job. It had a hell of a Cause, cast. Yeah, because uh, for most of them, I really felt like they, they genuinely cared for Morgan. Yeah, I, I really gotta felt say the that. acting was really good. Yeah, I just I thought they did a good, and I did not recognize that was Rose Leslie. Do you guys know Rose Leslie? Uh, the names. Oh, oh, you talking about Egrette? Yeah. Oh hell I, yeah, I recognized I, I her right off every, the bat. Oh, yeah, the every minute time I saw pop- her, I expected to hear you know nothing, yeah, John Snow. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was. Yeah, no, I our, thought that was super cool. I, I was I excited. I was her. excited about her being in it, and and uh, and Katie Mara, who was in you know a ton of other things. But, Don't really like her as an actress. I fucking hate Kate Mara as an actress. Really? But if you guys want to see Rose Leslie in a in a really really good movie that's super low budget, uh, have you guys heard of, of a film called uh, Honeymoon? Yes. Super oh. creepy. Have you seen that, Brian? Yes. Uh, isn't it on Netflix too? Yeah. You would you go out on a boat with her? No. Well, that's, that's a great movie, creepy. dude. She's she's great kind of a movie. creepy sort of chick. She was super creepy in this yeah. too, wasn't she? She. Well, I, I don't know if she was creepy, but I I knew as soon as she came on the screen. Uh, well, a she's probably too big a name at this point to have as just an extra character. So I knew that she was going to be something, and then. Yeah, you know, I kind of knew that she was going to play some sort of pivotal role in the movie. Yeah, yeah you kind of knew she was going to be a problem. Yeah, we don't, we don't want to give too much away. Yeah. But, uh... but yeah, the cast, you know, I, uh, Jennifer Jason Lee for for a name actress, I kind of felt like she had like what was she on screen for maybe five minutes total the whole movie. Well, yeah, she had she had her she had her eye poked out. So. Yeah. Oh, that. Shit, <laughs> but yeah. then again, we're not spoiling because that was in the like you said, Brian, the first thirty seconds, literally. Yeah. Gotta say yeah. that poor chick, man. 
Dude, like if you yeah. see the movie, you know what I'm talking about. That that poor chick. Right. For real. <laughs> but um Are you serious? That is a straight innocent. <laughs> but I, I actually, you know, I really enjoyed it. I when I first came into the theater, I didn't I didn't I thought I was gonna hate this movie and I ended up liking it a little bit more. Man, very happy for you, Brian. <laughs> I didn't hate it. I, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't, I didn't go in with re- any real expectations. I knew that it, it was uh, slightly limited release, but I, I, I was sort of, I mean, it had a, it had a pretty decent cast. You know, I was kind of hoping for, um, for something good. I, yeah, I don't know if I quite got what I expected, but it's not terrible. It's, I think it was worth watching. Brian, what do you think about the actor Toby Jones, the guy that plays Doctor Ziegler? Uh, I've seen him in a few things. He's he's a decent actor. To me, it seems like he just he's typecast all the time. He's always like the the little mad scientist type guy, you know. Because he looks like a weird little mad scientist guy. Well, that <laughs> might be a good reason to cast him that Does way. Does he then, not? Huh? If, if oh, it's absolutely. not that, then yeah, you're for put, sure. Then you're putting him in the disappointments room. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking cold dude. <laughs> that was that was mean i'm sorry but yeah he's he's been he's been in a lot of a lot of movies for yeah. sure yeah i mean he was fine in the movie like i said i felt like there was a quite a few named a big name well at least big name to me right uh, actors and actresses that was in this movie that had like very small parts small part yeah i'm very familiar with uh michelle yao that's okay. what I was gonna say. Yeah, Michelle. Yeah, she was. She, she was in it, and then she's looking she was... worse for wear, huh? Yeah. Well, she's getting older, man. Yeah, she's. She, I think she's do. in her. I think she's in her fifties now. Yeah. See, hey, look, Asians age well, and she's still not bad. Yeah, I just didn't understand that she was in this role. She might have been on the screen less than um, Jennifer Jason Lee. <laughs> That's saying a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it was. It's 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 kind of a big name to get for uh, having the screen time that she had, you know. True. Although I mean, I, I, well, I guess she did kind kind I of mean, play if, sort of a pivotal role. She was like the mother to to Morgan. Also, be aware. I mean, if you're Ridley Scott's son, you can probably call in a few favors. Yeah, you know? that's true yeah. too. I, I will say I did when once Morgan got into action. Right. I will say I enjoyed. Her, I guess, her handiwork, if you want to call it that. So. <laughs> yeah, the kind of action turned the into action, a slasher film. Didn't the you? action sequences were pretty cool. Yeah, I gotta say. Yeah, that. that's that's probably where I say I got disappointed because when you got into the those sequences, like you said, Philip, the ending kind of didn't pay off. And I gotta say, action sequences, Kate Mara. I thought she did a pretty good job. Yeah, she was she was holding her own. I think that for me, because I'll admit, I didn't see the ending. Or the twist, like Didn't that. Didn't see it coming, huh? Not not right away, but then when we got to those scenes, well, like, yeah, I, I was kind of like, oh, okay. When you realize what she was, I, I'm kind of like Philip. I think I saw it about 20 minutes into the movie. Yeah. Uh, one scene though, kind of toward the end, I thought, okay, maybe I was wrong about the twist. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. And then of course it was like, nope, wasn't wrong. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I was late. I was late on it. I enjoyed most of it. The the ending was just kind of you know. This is just kind of whatever. Yeah. I thought it was more of a... Uh, I, th- I think the, the character development was great. I think the uh, the acting was great. Um, I think it was more the... There was a few like plot holes and, and maybe some 
in a movie like this, you got you kind of have to have a really kick-ass twist, and they didn't have that. They tried. Yeah, they tried, but yeah, I mean, come on. There was a few things that they were just kind of missing, you know? And if they had been in the movie, this would have been way better. Because it had the cast, it had the acting, it had the it had the character development. I thought it was, it's, you know, 75% of the way there. So, guys, what's uh, what's what was with the hoodie? Yeah, I was wondering that too. What was the what was the purpose of that, Brian? I just thought it was her thing. Yeah, she's been doing it since she was a small child. So yeah, right, they just keep getting her hoodies that are slightly bigger. Maybe because she was a little withdrawn and shy, she always had her hoodie on. Maybe ah, I thought okay, I thought, that makes sense. I thought from the preview that she was bald. That's what I thought. Yeah. And she wasn't. She's got like this pulled back blonde hair, and uh, and they show you that from the time that she's, you know, yeah, you know, I'm sure six months old, but she looks like she's about five. Yeah, I, I kind of thought the hoodie was weird, especially at the end when she, well, I guess I can't go too into that, <laughs> but obviously things get hectic, and it, it, if you need more vision, then maybe a hoodie is not the best choice. I was trying to remember where I had seen this uh, this young lady before. Uh, the Witch. You guys have both seen that movie, right? I still haven't yeah. seen The Witch. Ah, yeah, that was I. I just figured that out. She was the she was the little girl in The Witch. I need to watch The Witch. That is a great movie. Yeah, yeah. She's also um, in that uh, movie we reviewed uh, the trailer uh, Split. The new uh, uh, M. Night Shyamalan. Coming out. All right, gotcha. Yeah. So is she the one that he takes uh, hostage or what? Yeah, he's one of the girls. Or she's one of the girls that uh, gets taken hostage. Cool. Okay. All right. So she she could have a she could have a pretty good future in acting, it looks like. Yeah. Well, she's like, yes. what, 20? Uh, she is, yep, 20. Yeah, 20 years old. And I'm looking at her filmography. She mostly does movies that are in this genre, so. Right. Yeah. I thought she did a pretty good job, man. Oh, I, I did too. Yeah, I really did. I thought she was my favorite. Like I said, part of the I mean, sure. the, the acting was was pretty on point for everybody. I, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was pretty well done. It was just right. You know, I mean, the writing could have been a little better. Is is all. Well, it sounds like we're ready for scores, guys. What do you think? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Philip, you did you did your review first, right? Uh, yeah. I, I'll go ahead and give it a. Um, I'm gonna give it a five. I think that it was. It's it's worth watching. If you miss it, it's not a big deal. I wouldn't go to the movies, uh, but if you happen to catch it on demand, it's it's worth a rental. You know, when the price goes down, or if it's on Netflix or something, it's definitely worth watching. So you give it a five? Yeah, right in the middle of the road. Yeah, right in the middle right, of the road. I'm cool. a, I'm gonna give it a five. Not too bad. Um, yeah, I really uh, like. I said, God, this movie almost hooked me. Yeah. About 20, 20, 30 minutes it in, so it just started grabbing so me. I, it was that Black Mirror vibe. I was thinking that I was watching a really, really cool episode of Black Mirror there for a little bit. But, uh, oh, guys, I hate to say this, but by the time we got to that that final act, um, particularly the part where um, things kind of got turned on their head on, as far as who was locked in the room. Right. And, and after that part, guys, I had just totally lost me. Um, I, I hate to That's say this, it was, man. I yeah. got, I hate to say it, but I'm, I, you know, for me, it was, it was a, it was a three on 10. I mean, almost a four, almost a four, so close. But when they got to that point where 
something could, happened, and I was thinking, well, why didn't the other person try that right. and do that? And I was just like, okay. Well, yeah, and there were and so then, many opportunities to make this stop before it got started. Exactly. It just you, made and, no and sense. Just, okay, like, I understand that it's a hectic thing, but dude, come on. If well, you need to do something, fucking do something. <laughs> some, some, something tells me, Brian, you're going to pull us out of this swamp that we're in, right? Please, yes, tell us you got a higher score. I am going to give it a six. Not bad. Okay. I Like I said, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. It was, to me, it was a nice a little slow burn at the beginning. There was some plot holes. I needed a little bit more backstory on, on a few things. Right. And and I really enjoyed the the action uh, sequences, but it only gets a six because that, that ending just didn't do it for me. Yeah. yeah but it, I so. mean, it sounds like we're all in agreement that there were parts of this movie that were really, really good. Oh, yeah. Kind of, well, kind of like you were you saying, the first, the first half or two-thirds of it was... was a decent Really film, good, right? yeah. Yeah, there's, there's, like, there's surprisingly there's, there's, right. good. Yeah, there's a good movie in there. Yeah, there's definitely a good movie in there. Kind of, it just kind of out. fell apart. Yeah. Well, I certainly hope for better things for uh, for Rid- Ridley's son because he's definitely one of my top ten directors of all time. Cool. Uh, so moving on, uh, our second film, uh, Hannah from 2011. His director was Joe Wright, also known for Pride and Prejudice, Atonement, and an episode of... <laughs> there you go, Black Mirror. Black Mirror. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be damned. I've forgotten that was in there. Uh, writer, Seth Lockhead, also known for Not Much Else. <laughs> <laughs> and and oh. co-written by David Farr, known for The Ones Below, and the TV miniseries The Night Manager, which I've heard really good things about. Uh, Sayoris Ronan uh, performed all of her own stunts. Oh. Uh, there is a nod to graffiti artist Banksy when Eric exits the S- the uh, ZOB bus station in Germany. The words "One Nation Under CCTV" are sprayed prominently on the wall. Oh, that makes and, sense. And uh, that's a Banksy thing. The the uh, UK graffiti artist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny Boyle was developing Hannah with screenwriter Seth Lockhead in early 2009, but eventually left the project. Alfonso Curran was also rumored to be circling the project just weeks before Joe Wright signed on to direct. Uh, and you guys know who he is, right? I don't. Alfonso mm. Curran? No. Uh, Gravity and Children of Men are his two okay. pictures. Oh, okay. Both masterpieces, in so my opinion. So he's worked with Eric Bannon before. Uh, the first line and the final line of the movie are the same. Did you guys yeah, notice that? I did, yeah. I thought yes. that was really cool. Spoken by Hannah each time after she fires an arrow into her target's torso. Did you guys notice that part? Yep. And the and the, the line was, I just missed your heart. Followed by Han- Hannah aiming Spoiler and firing alert. a pistol at the camera, her target's <laughs> point of view, then transitioning to the Hannah title screen. Uh, so, Hannah, 2011, uh, directed by Joe Wright. He's had a lot of success. Um... Problem is, none of the other films he's ever directed have I given a shit about. Uh, Atonement, I know, got a lot of uh, recognition during the Academy Awards. You guys remember Atonement? Oh, and she was in Atonement. No. Yeah, the Hannah. Was Chick. she? Yeah, I'm looking at her uh, at her IMDb right now. No kidding. Yeah. Yes, she was. I'll be damned. Right I didn't too. even know that. So they've worked together before, apparently. Uh, Pride and Prejudice, I didn't give a damn about that. Uh, yeah. Anna Karenina, didn't really care for. I mean, guys, Hannah. This, uh, in my opinion, this this film's a masterpiece. 
the photography totally oh man the photography the way yeah. that they put it together the cinematography that was what i was gonna say dude that's that's the big difference between this and morgan the cinematography is amazing in this one every shot is just i used to be a photographer man so this was this is every shot is an amazing photograph and they they put a lot of time and effort into setting up the shots you know what'd you guys think about the uh the subway scene with uh, when Eric Bana was being uh, followed by the guys. Yeah, it was pretty <laughs> The other guys in the suits. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and, and my first thought was, damn, never seen a bunch of dudes in suits kick each other's ass in the subway before. But <laughs> kind of reminded me of the Matrix a little bit. Yeah, it was know? a little Matrixy. Yeah. Well, and even like in the in the in the beginning of the movie when she uh, when she gets, I guess. I don't want to say taken captive because I think it was all kind of planned out, but uh, it, it's almost like uh, where they held Wolverine. Yes, <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah, definitely. It's like definitely. How, how did they lay out this fucking place? This can't be a real thing, you know what I mean? And she escapes through these little uh, like tunnels and air vents and stuff that are that are just holes in the fucking floor. I guess when the movie starts, she's in Finland or Norway or one of those one of those uh, those Nordic countries, and then they come and grab her. And oh they, right, right, right. That that was one of the few parts that kind of bothered me was they didn't exactly show up quietly. I mean, you could see the hell you could hear the helicopter rotors yeah. and see the light coming through the yeah. blinds. I'm like, okay, this part is kind of far fetched. But then they capture her, or like you said, maybe she meant to be captured. Well, of course, we know she did because she. Yeah, just, I, I think she, she ends up there, and she's in freaking North Africa all of a sudden. I think originally they were coming for Eric Bana. Yeah, right. I think that's why they came in so heavy. Yeah. Well, even coming in that heavy, I mean, if if the if the dude is just chilling in the house, and a he lights up a fucking homing beacon, right? That's been sitting there for. 15 years. <laughs> nah, maybe you don't bring a helicopter right on top of his well, house. <laughs> wait, wait a minute, Philip, you, you actually have some experience here. You were in the military. So if you guys were going to go in and extract somebody in, let, you know, let's say Iraq or something like that, would you land the helicopter right on the top of their uh, pad or their little house or whatever and well, then dude, go in and get them? Or would you land it way far away and then come in quietly wearing, you know, night vision goggles yeah. and... I, I refueled them. I wasn't fucking special forces or anything, <laughs> but uh, but you would know how it's but, done. But yeah, I mean, you're not gonna drop a helicopter on its head because you can hear that shit from a fucking mile away, like literally, right? <laughs> and uh, so I, yeah, I think it would have been a little more covert than that. That's that's kind of fucking apples and oranges at this point. You know what I mean? Kind of a minor thing, yeah. Huh? Kind of like uh, Morgan said, apples and oranges, huh? So I'm apples and oranges. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Full circle back to Morgan. No! Go. We're talking no. Hannah now. I was, that was on purpose. <laughs> what do you? What did you think about Hannah, Brian? Oh, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the action scenes. Um, She really did look like, you know, she did her own stunts. And yeah. there's a, uh, I'm a big fan of Eric Bana. I feel, I feel like he just never... Yeah, me too. He just never got that movie to really get him out there not yeah. yet not which, yet which sucks because he was he was real big there for a while and he's he's been in some big movies and so i think that, that saying the name eric banna people are going to know who he is um the first hulk by the way 
Oh, that's right. He was Hulk, wasn't he? Not the Edward Norton. Yeah, I think that might have hurt his career. That that totally hurt his career. Yeah, I I think it absolutely did. But I think Eric uh, Bana is a good actor. And uh, I think that he's a good action actor, as we may have seen Mm -hmm. in this movie. Yeah, and I really enjoyed uh, Kate Blanchett in this. Oh, I did too. Yes, I'm so glad you brought her up. She was super. Because as... Yeah, because as the movie got, as the movie was going along, she kind of got a little bit more creepier to me. Yeah, no, like, like was, the scene at the end when uh, Hannah uh, Hannah looked out the the curtains and she had her face pressed up against the glass. Yeah, and what was but, up with uh, just the constant cleaning of her teeth and just making sure her teeth were like super clean all the time? Wasn't that kind of weird? Yeah, that and the the shoe the shoe thing, the shoe thing, and then and uh, the glove thing, and then and the glove thing, and then coming out and the uh, walking out of the big bad wolf's mouth. Yeah, how, that how, part how good was, was that? fucking cool. That was what I was talking about with the cinematography, <laughs> right? dude. You don't get that. Any, like, you want to see how to make a a visually appealing movie? Like, even if the story wasn't entirely there, which you know I think it was pretty good in this one. The right. cinematography was fucking on point, man. Like, you don't get a whole lot better than that. Coming out of the wolf's mouth and and the way that they panned out was it was perfect. Oh, it, was, there, it just made a beautiful photograph, you know? There there were definitely a, a few things in the movie that were far-fetched. But yeah. when you realize that this movie really is a fairy tale, and especially with the visuals and where she ended up at the end and everything. At Grimm's house. At Grimm's house. It yeah. kind of helps you forgive a little bit, a few of those kind of, yeah. not I'm not going to call them plot holes. They're definitely not plot holes. But it's just a few things where it seemed a little far-fetched. Like, for example, you know, the helicopter thing that I was talking about. Oh, right. I mean, that that's something that sort of jumped out for me. Yeah, and then, but that's something that'll happen in every movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, I true. Mean, they're they're I mean, not going to get taxed. You, sac- you, sac- exactly right. you sacrifice rea- realism for, yeah. you know, what looks good on the screen, right? Mm-hmm. Or what sounds good. Yeah. Uh, what did you guys think about the family that she, she met up with? The, the British family that was traveling and the young lady and that she met and everything? Loved it. Were they were they like hippies or something? Oh, they were definitely hippies. <laughs> a little bit. Obviously, and, the wife was, and 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 they were definitely road weary because they yeah. just the husband and wife were a little tired of each other at that point. Yeah, and it, it just kind of was weird that they never questioned that this girl was traveling at home. every lo well, yeah the, every location. The husband, did. everybody else was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that part I was kind of like, okay, nobody, and then. And then uh, what was it? She went and got a dead rabbit for for dinner. Oh yeah, and just right. like laid it out. Din- dinner, yeah. Ready, I would have some on questions. The table and said, "I found breakfast." <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I would have a few questions about this girl. I think that I, I think that the uh, I, I loved that family. I loved the right. chick. You know the 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 girl that was like the same age as her. She kind of had a Willy Wonka vibe to her. She had she, a, like she a was Veruca salt. super fucking weird. Yeah, right. no, she was <laughs> totally weird. And like, I mean, even from the moment that they met, she was like, "Are you like MIA?" Right, who <laughs> was like the rapper, <laughs> and, and and kind of and kind of a weird, uncomfortable sexuality to her, right? Yeah. But kind of like this, this young girl is like yeah, thinking yeah, ages, yeah, yeah, yeah. years ahead of where she should be. And then she was talking about being a lesbian, except right? that yeah, she would probably marry a guy and not really have sex with a girl. Yeah, she she she'd be a lesbian, but not the big kind, the supermodel kind that that only holds hands. Right. I thought that she absolutely moved the story along, and she was kind of a little a little bit of comic relief. I loved 
this family that she that she ran into. The whole family. I think they're super cool. I'd love to hang out with them. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think about uh, the German? The German guy with the with the wow. track suits. <laughs> okay. Look, hey, cinematography. The one, the one that kept whistling the Chemical Brothers song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it a Chemical yes. Brothers? Okay. Okay, yeah. Cinematography. Again, dude, cinematography. Those guys were on point, man. It was like this guy, and he had either his... Uh, there was one scene where he had... Like his white supremacist uh, little followers. Yeah, he had his, his, his little skinhead followers that had these like big, uh, you know, Nazi boots, and uh, and like the, the leather jacket, and the pants pulled way up high, and, uh, and like a white t-shirt. And then he was wearing like some polo and these little bitty ass white shorts, and I mean, they were straight <laughs> German, dude. Right. He had this like fucking tom brady hair going <laughs> and uh and uh and then there was another another scene later in the movie where he was all like dressed in yellow like kill bill and uh i, I don't know man everything that they did with those guys i loved you know i thought right. that it was just beautiful cinematography again you know yeah it, good, it was good, really appealing good to the costume eye. choices yeah good very uh, very appealing yeah to the very eye. very very good choices on who they who they picked to play the different parts in yeah. the movie i think they i think everyone was perfect for their role yeah i think you know? so too i mean every, everybody got together really well on this one i think it was kind of interesting the way that that uh they were questioning the family when yeah. they got the family and they put them in those little uh those those shipping containers yeah and yeah, they would yeah. go in and ask questions so what do you guys think? Do you think they killed him after that? I was just about to ask you that. Did they know. die? That's a I, good question. I'm kind of, you know, re- when I first watched the movie, I was kind of disappointed because I was expecting to see a big, you know, payoff there where like they put a gun to their head and, and killed them all or something and proved that she, that uh, Marissa was even more evil, you know, and, the, and that this dude was even more of a killer. But they kind of leave it to your imagination. So after the first first time I watched it, I was kind of like, yeah, looks like they just kind of let him go. You know, yeah, no big deal. But this time, I kind of think they, they probably offed them all. You know, I, I didn't even really think about it. I just assumed that they let him go, I guess. But yeah, I, I know about the characters, I, I bet they killed him. Yeah, the way the way Kate Blanchett played that character, especially when she was questioning a boy and, and reaching for him oh man that was creepy yeah <laughs> yeah I, it, in in my mind she she killed them herself right that's what i'm thinking that was a revelation man well i mean i, he, I didn't even think about that it, it, it didn't even cross my mind before yeah the Ger- the german definitely had no problem with putting the moroccan guy out well huh? and kate blanchett obviously had no problem killing people so yeah i bet i bet you they're dead so what what did you guys think about uh, the abandoned amusement park? It's a creepy fucking <laughs> scene. That, again, cinematography. Pretty man. crazy looking. It's huh? a creepy fucking scene to to run that whole shit in. You know what I mean? Every every scene that they had was very like, creepy. Yeah, yeah, it was creepy, <laughs> and then it, it was just it was so polarizing. You know, it right? Was, it was just like you know you had just snow. And nothing, mm-hmm. and then you had then you had desert, and then you had North desert African, and nothing, right? And then you had, uh, you know, your 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 grim site where it was all kinds of fairy tale shit, and then you had your amusement park shit. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it was all just 
beautifully set up for a movie, you know? Yeah, just rewatching it this time, it, it just it really did feel like a fantasy movie. Yeah, like I I watched it the first time and didn't I you know, I was I was I was more watching the movie than I was looking at the movie and this time, you know, I'd seen the movie before, but just looking at all the backgrounds and uh, and everything that they did with the cinematography was just wow. Well, that's so it, it's kind of interesting how we 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 picked we tri- I think we chose these two movies pretty well because yeah. they're both about uh, young girls that have had you know their DNA changed basically I mean literally exactly what both movies are pretty much. but this is an example of how it can be done the right way and I think Morgan was an example of how it can go way off the tracks yeah I liked rooting for Hannah the whole time oh yeah I loved her and I wish that we had been in a situation where we were rooting for Morgan the whole time. Yeah, the story didn't let you. And she's yeah. a great no, little actress. Yeah, you know? no, she was. But the story was just good. wouldn't and let I, you root I, for her. I, I think that she was a sympathetic actress, too. I think that that totally worked. Oh, I was just telling him he he, he should really check out The Witch. Yeah, yeah, I definitely want to watch it. Yeah, she's she's got some talent. Well, it was, sure. it was always... It was on my list of things to watch, man. And I really... I actually was about to go see that in the movie. And then some jackass on the radio told me that it wasn't good, but she's... She does some stuff that doesn't. Work, I so. I think that's just people that movies that are a slow burn. People just want something to happen. Okay, and this particular chick that's on the radio, and I, you know, I don't want to dog her because she's she's super cool. But uh, <laughs> yeah, she does not do the slow burn thing, man. She's she's millennial generation. Give me my oh. shit right now. Okay. <laughs> So I was reading up a little bit on the abandoned amusement park because I was curious as to whether, you know, where the hell did they come up with this? I couldn't figure out if it was a real abandoned amusement park or if it was just one that was still open and they filmed when it was closed or something like that. Um, But it really is a straight up abandoned park. It's called Spree Park. There's really a thing, an abandoned amusement park? That's like... Why would you even have that? That's like, okay, here, here, here you go, horror clowns. Come kill people here. <laughs> <laughs> it's, called, it's called Spree Park, and it is right outside of Berlin, which is exactly where the film, you know, took place. So, okay, so and it was when Clown Town said that it was based on true events, that's the kind of place that I would expect it to happen at. It would make a lot of yeah, sense, wouldn't no, it? No, <laughs> it would make way more sense. <laughs> yeah, at, at one point they had 1.5 million visitors per year. And kind of toward the end, I was reading that they were down to, I think, like 200,000 visitors in, t- in the entire year, and they had to close it down. So the folks that, that ran it moved to Lima, Peru, and they took six of the rides with them. Uh, the only problem was they put cocaine in one of the in, in the sheets in one of the ships on the ride, and they uh-huh. got busted. Oh. <laughs> so that was kind of the end of their uh, their uh, amusement park career. Drug smuggling. Drug smuggling to Lima, Peru. <laughs> Why would you smuggle drugs from Germany to Lima? I know, I right? Know. That's kind of the reverse of what you would think. <laughs> but they found a way to do it, and they mm-hmm. got busted. So anyway, just kind of a backstory on Spree Park. I really enjoyed her acting in this, especially the scene when she was kind of getting an overload of senses with, you know, the electricity and yeah. the TV and everything. Trying to I, I just, the phone with the remote. Yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, I really, I, she did an excellent job in this movie. I thought that, yeah, she did an excellent job with the uh, playing a little girl, you know, where she was going on the date. Yes. You know, and I, I thought that that was a cool scene in the right? movie. 
Like I'm glad that they that they included that. That's why I kind of liked that other family and the other chick, and uh, it was it was something that made her more real, you know. Made it more like, believable. Didn't yeah, it? she's she's not just some weapon. She's a real teenage girl, you know. And I really hope my daughters take down someone like that that tries to kiss them. I really do. <laughs> exactly. Well, unfortunately, unless you've spliced their DNA, you know, they may not have quite the strength to do that. At least not at least not in that grand of fashion. One can always hope, though, right? I don't know. I was fighting with yeah. my little three-year-old earlier today. She was swinging pretty violently, you know. <laughs> you, might, you might have a young Hannah in the making there, huh? Yeah, she's my jiu-jitsu girl, man. Right? She sees some ground and pound. She'll, I, I got to fight with her sometimes. <laughs> I wanted to ask you uh, real quick. Um, did you get a, a clockwork, clockwork orange kind of vibe from some of the scenes? Yeah, I definitely felt some Kubrick influence for sure. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Cinematography. Yeah. What did what did you, what did you get particularly, Brian? Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, I got a little bit of that. The scene um, after they had, they had uh, captured the family. Right. And and the guys was dancing around on top <laughs> oh, of the, that's right, the, swinging the oh, light around and everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and whistling the Chemical Brothers song. Yeah, that was yeah, that was that was the first thing that popped in my head. <laughs> that's yes. that cinematography that's so amazing, man. That that was like I love to see him go, but hated to see right? him leave. You know what I mean? Those those German guys, like I was ready for him to die, but they were such like an integral part of the story, right? Well, yeah, an integral part of the story and visually they were just right? such good villains on the screen, you know. And I mean Kate Blanchett did the same thing, you know. Yeah. I, I thought it was super cool when Kate Blanchett like just from the very beginning, okay? So she sent in the uh alternate Kate Blanchett <laughs> at the right? very beginning and that's when uh Hannah like snapped her neck, you know? Right? I thought that was a fucking cool scene, man. I was like, oh. That right. that was pretty cool. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they told her, abort, abort. Yeah, and that's yeah, when they yeah, opened yeah. the door. Remember, they yeah. spun the lock. So they yeah, because she's like, oh, no, it's okay. Right? And she was like a little more southern than she needed to be. But... <laughs> she was hamming it up a little yeah. bit, huh? I, uh, I really, really wish that I had seen more stuff that I liked from this director. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, this, this film is just fantastic, but... Like I said, all the other stuff, like uh, Atonement and all that, just bored the hell out of me. You yeah, know? his his last film bombed. Do what? His last film bombed horribly. Oh, Pan. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I haven't even seen that. I did. I had no desire to. What's it called Pan? Uh, yeah, it's a Peter Pan movie. But there is. Oh, I watched that. What'd you think? Um, you know, I I, I thought it wasn't bad. It wasn't. It's not Hook. It's no Hannah, right? It's not Hook. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, the one the one thing that does give me a little bit of hope, Brian. Uh-huh. And here we go back full circle again to the Black Mirror thing. He's actually uh the Black Mirror episode that he's uh slated to direct hasn't come out yet. It's uh, it's going to be called Nosedive. Okay. And it's going to be the third episode in the new Black Mirror series that's going to okay. come out on Netflix. So, I'm hopeful that uh that I really enjoy it because it's just so rare that I see a film that I like as much as I as much as I like Hannah. Or let me rephrase that. It's so rare that I see a film that I love as much as I love Hannah, and I don't really care for anything else the filmmaker has done. It happens from time to time. Yeah. But usually, like if if for example you were talking about uh, Clockwork Orange, 
if I watch a Kubrick film, I love every Kubrick film. If I watch a film uh, that's directed by Wes Craven, I love mm-hmm. every Wes Craven film. Mm-hmm. For some reason, you know, this is the only one of his that I've really enjoyed. But I'm I'm hopeful because I I really like Black Mirror, so I'm I, I'm definitely optimistic. But uh, yeah, I, I would I would love to to say that I that I've enjoyed everything he's done, but this is kind of the only thing he's done that I've liked. Agreed. He's done that I know of. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't you haven't heard of uh, Atonement, dude? You know, it well, got a lot of Academy. Yeah, Awards. I know, but I've never watched it. Man, I'm I'm terrible with names too. Like I don't I don't I don't connect right directors with different movies. I I'm I'm the blank slate guy. Like I'll go into something with no expectations, and that can be a good thing, man. Yeah. All right, cool. So we'll go around uh, round table and and do our ratings of what we thought of the film. Um, I guess I'll get things started off. I kind of started talking about uh, the movie first, and I mean, it made a big impression on me. Uh, make no mistake, 2011 was a really, really good year in filmmaking. If you mm-hmm. guys can recall, uh, did you guys ever see Warrior, the one with uh, Joel Egerton and uh, Tom Hardy? Love that movie. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that was yeah, 2011. Yeah. That was, I think 2011 was my favorite year in filmmaking after 1999, which was the year that had... Uh, uh, the Matrix, the the original Blair Witch Project was 1999. Uh, I mean, already, there's, there's dozens, dozens of great movies yeah. that year. But the be- the best of all, I think, was American Beauty with Kevin Spacey. That That's was, yeah. that that was in 1999. Award. It did win. It did but win. I gotta say, I think that the original Matrix is classic. I think I that, do too, that man. was better than American Beauty. I think so. You know what? Ugh, boy, for me, it's tough, dude. Yeah. For me, it's tough. And I really love the original Blair Witch Project. Yeah, it was good too. I, for and what yeah, it was, I, it was perfect. And I don't like found footage that much. Do typically. you do you put it in in you know best picture category? I don't know, but I would probably nominate it yeah, for sure. You know nominated. what else came out that year? Huh. The Sixth Sense. Oh, that was nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, the only reason Shyamalan has a clear uh, a career, you know. So I I would say. 2011 was a great year in film. Yeah. I know there were like five or six movies that were really good, but this this was definitely in my top three, if not top two. Uh, I give Hannah, you know, I I, I I never give tens, but I will give this one a 9.5. Oh, in, wow. in my opinion, it's a masterpiece. Wow, From start dude. to finish, uh, the people that were in the movie, the way that they photographed it, like you said, um, the changing of scenery. I really love the the uh, the writing. I think that it was one of the best scripts that I've you know that I've I've seen put forward in film in a in a really really long time. I can't think of too much since this one that's been better written than this movie. Wow. So I'll give it a I'll give it an easy nine point five. Wow, that's that's some daps coming from you, man. <laughs> man, I'm gonna give it a. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna stick with a. S- 7.5. Not bad. I think that uh, it is a highly overlooked movie. Um, and it's it's mostly on cinematography. Everything, every scene that's shot is gorgeous. You know? I think that the, uh, the acting is good. Um, the story is pretty good. It's, uh, it's, it's almost kind of a throwback story, you know? With the uh, with the uh, a little bit of cheese thrown in there with the Kate Blanchett and, mm-hmm. and she does that very over well. the top a little bit yeah a little bit over the top and I but I like it you know they do it well I I think that you know it, you could have done a little more with the uh, 
Uh, maybe with the plot or the ending or something. There's 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 just a little bit of something missing. But All right. So you feel you feel it didn't quite make it. Yeah. There's something. I, not, I feel not like there. I feel like there's something that's just not. I, I love the ending. I love the, the way that they did that. But I feel like they left something out. I don't, I don't know. I you know I mean it was it was it was a really amazing movie going back and watching it again. I didn't get all that from the first time that I watched it. The first time I watched it, I was like, oh yeah, that was cool. But right, like, well that's this, a good sign. Yeah, you liked it more the second. Yeah, time than I the first I definitely time. liked it more the second time, uh, and, and it's mostly because of the cinematography. I think that the, it was um, shot just amazing. Brian, I am going to give it an eight. I really enjoyed this movie. Um, great story, shot beautifully. The only couple drawbacks I didn't really talk about was the music kind of takes me out of it a little bit. Oh, I thought the music was perfect. I thought it was Just one to... of the best soundtracks of any movie I've seen in the last 10 years, dude. I didn't what I didn't hate it. About, I didn't hate it. It just took me out just a little bit. There were some scenes where just the music kept what? going and it was what I I'm 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 thinking I can't I I, I don't remember any music. You you're talking about the score? Or are you talking about like some of the some of the background music? Like some of the first, background music. Okay, well I think that the scene. Okay, let me I'll point two things out then, Brian. I'm gonna try to okay. change your mind. Okay. With the exception of the Grim House, I can't remember any music in the background. Dude, the part when she was escaping from where they had her captured or or where oh, we thought she was yeah, quote yeah, unquote yeah, 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 captured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In North Africa, dude, when she was running down the hallways, but you was... didn't think that music was absolutely perfect with what was going on. I thought the music. It reminded was... me of an older movie called Run Lola Run. Have you guys yeah. seen that? Yeah. It also had that kind of that really electronic electronica type soundtrack to it, and for what was going on, I thought it was perfect. I, I, well, I would call that a part of the score. Okay, I'll it, tell you something else though. Let me let me let me bring let me bring this up as well though. I thought when the family was uh, singing the David Bowie song together, I thought that fit in really cool. Like Philip said, it is probably more of the score, not the actual music. Right. That just kind of took. I didn't hate it. It just there was just some scenes that just kind of took me out a little bit. But one thing I'll say about Hannah, it, it's a movie. Every time I watch it, I like it a little bit more. Yeah. That's, that see, means a lot. And that's only the second time I've seen it, and I liked it so much more the second time that I watched it. I, I kind of want to watch it again just to just to see. And the one other thing I wish they gave us a little bit more is the scene when they was analyzing her blood. Right. I, I kind of wanted to know a little bit more about what was yeah, in her blood. Yeah, they kind of left Very that true. open a little yeah. bit, didn't that's they? What I, they didn't that's quite what I'm, close that's that what door I was talking the about. There was a little too much left like where they didn't explain everything. Which, you know, but, I guess you don't always have to, but... Yeah. You know, it might have made for a better movie if you had explained how she was genetically altered. You know? But overall, yeah, I give, I give it an 8 out of 10. Well, eight, I mean, eight super strong. 8 out of 10. That's, oh, yeah. That, that's amazing. So, sounds like we all enjoyed it. I mean, we, oh, yeah. We, yeah. Definitely. We, we definitely liked watching this a lot more than, than we did Morgan, for sure, right? Absolutely. Yeah, definitely better than Morgan. Robert Anthony Richard... Uh, posted on our uh, Facebook page. He said, uh, guys and miss, just finished episode 12. That was our year in view 1960. Oh, yeah, the 1960 uh, show. So sure. that was that was with Marcy. Thanks, Marcy, for uh, helping us out. Uh, and he says, yes, I'm behind, and I promise to be caught up by this weekend, so stop yelling at me. <laughs> he said, uh, a couple of points. If uh, Shamalama Ding Dong... Nah, he said... 
if uh, M. Night Shyamalan right. uh, does the finale of Bates Motel, the twist will be Marion Crane will be Norman <laughs> Norman's real mother. I know. That's lame, pretty right? fucked up, huh? Yeah. He says it's lame. Uh, second, I uh, I know this guy is set to be another DC character, uh, but I would love to see The Rock as Lobo. Wait, what does that mean? Ah, we talked about Lobo. Uh, Brian, you know more about the DC characters well, than right. we do, right? Is The Rock set to be somebody? Yeah, uh, Black Adam. Not Lobo, yeah. though. Okay. No. That would yeah, he, he would make a much better Lobo, don't you agree? Okay. So he's he's gonna be in the uh, the the dark dark. Gen- no, he's actually gonna be in the. Uh, do you guys know who Shazam is? <laughs> yeah, like, I remember the the, che- the cheesy. <laughs> I remember the cheesy seventies uh, live action TV show of Shazam. Yeah. And what were, remember, you, what were you saying about Shaq? I remember Shaq. About the fucking genie. Yeah, the genie. <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> no. Okay, good. Basically, Shazam okay, is a really a lot. Yeah, there for Shazam. Me. Shazam's a like he's a a child. I forgot the name of the kid, but when he says Shazam, he turns into like this superhero, basically Shazam. equivalent to like basically equivalent to Superman. And Black Adam is his villain, and that's who the Rock's playing. And uh, the Rock is going to be a villain. The Rock can't yes. be a villain. Oh yeah, sure he can, man. All right. Uh, the, Rock, the Rock was a gay villain in one movie. Remember, uh, was it was it was that one with John Travolta in it, right? Oh, uh, be be cool. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was a fun movie. Dude, the like Rock that. could play anybody, yeah, dude. If he true. could play the Tooth Fairy, he could pull anything off. That is the most lovable guy in Hollywood, man. I love the Rock. I tell you what, between Arnold and The Rock, between the two of those, they could literally play every part in yes. Hollywood. Period. Absolutely, uh, playing off of each other easily, and it could it'd be great films until the end of time. They could put Eddie Murphy out of business. <laughs> All right, <laughs> and C. Uh, of course, I love the show, and uh, y'all are turning me on. In parentheses, not that way. Calm down, Philip. Calm down, Philip. That's what it says. He should have said, "Calm down, Marcy." <laughs> but then again, Marcy wanted to bottle your voice up and hey, drink it or something. Hey, remember? I'll, whatever, I'll take it, man. <laughs> uh, he's turning turning me on to movies uh, that I didn't know existed. Uh, how does one get the copy of Peeping Tom? And, uh, <laughs> Lance, I think you had the answer to uh, your Peeping Tom thing, right? Well, yeah. I mean, if you want to buy the Criterion Collection version of Peeping Tom, well, you could buy it for it. You could buy it for a very moderate eighty-four dollars and ninety-five cents yeah, on Amazon. Okay. So I won't be do... buying Peeping Tom anytime soon, Fuck especially no. since you guys know I didn't really fucking care for yeah, it. That yeah, much. yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want to do that. Okay. So what's the cheap way to do it? iTunes, two ninety nine rental. Two ninety nine rental on <laughs> iTunes. If you have Apple, there I think it's go, also man. on Amazon for like two ninety nine to rent or something like that. Yeah. Uh, again, thanks to everyone who reaches out to us. We love the feedback. As always, you can reach us at our Facebook or Podbean page, uh, or you can email us at, at thehorrorreturns at gmail dot com. No spaces, no slashes, no dots. <laughs> uh, we love to hear from you. Um, check us out on Facebook. That's probably the best way to get to get noticed. Uh, right. You leave a comment on there, and we'll we'll make it happen. That's uh that's where this one came from. Thanks, right. guys. We'd love to hear your feedback and ideas. 
As Philip said, you can reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. For up-to-the-minute news, reviews, and interviews, visit our Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash thehorrorreturns. You might get a t-shirt if you leave a review or something. (laughs) And and follow us on Twitter at at horror underscore returns. Also look for us on iTunes, and if you like what you hear, Philip, you were saying something about a t-shirt? Well, that's what I'm saying. You leave a review or uh, or some feedback or something, and we mention it on the show. You 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 may very well get a T-shirt. Even it could though, happen. Even though I don't actually have one yet, but we're gonna get one. Well, look at it this way, man. I have us. We still have listeners, faithful listeners like Josh, that are due T-shirts for real. Yeah, because our T-shirt maker has been out of out of the country in Honduras that for the last three weeks. But trust me, folks, you're gonna get T-shirts. Go in there, leave uh, reviews on uh, iTunes, rate us and review us so we can get those numbers up and we can continue to bring you guys bigger and better stuff. Next week, we are going to be doing our zombie comedy show that we've been looking forward to with Range 15 and also Shaun of the Dead. And the week after that, it's all about the Blair Witch, guys. We're going to be doing the Blair Witch Project uh, the second movie, which is called Book of Shadows, and the new Adam Wingard Blair Witch. Until the horror returns again! <laughs>